Oh, snap! The world is finally waking up to the crap that's baked into and sprayed on kibble dog food. No longer can commercial pet food manufacturers fool us with pretty pictures and false promises. This is the raw dog food truth. The view and opinions expressed on this podcast are not intended to replace medical advice. Before starting any raw diet, do research, ask lots of questions, and consult your vet. Well, good morning, everybody. I am Dee Dee Mercer Moffat, the CEO of Raw Dog Food and Company, where your pet's health is our business and we're friends. Don't let friends feed kibble. Hey, Dr. Judy Jasek has the day off today. So you're just going to be talking to me and I'm going to be talking to you, uh, which I like. I like to talk to you personally. But today I want to talk about one of the biggest questions that I get, right? One of the biggest questions that I get when people start hearing about moving over to the raw diet. And I'm always interested as to why you are moving to the raw diet. What have you heard? What have you seen? Has your dog had problems? Have you been introduced to the raw diet from a neighbor, from a friend who said that their dog used to be in in, uh, a terrible shape like I heard about back in 2000? That's how I got started. Um, So, I would love to know how you got started. Send me an email at info at rawdogfoodandco.com. Also, listen, I know my learning center is moving really, really slow right now. I am working on it. I've got so much information in there for you guys. It's amazing information. But who wants to wait 48 seconds to get to a page? Yeah, that's what's happening. Anyway, we're hopefully going to have that all worked out for you this week. All right. So let's talk about the raw diet, shall we? Because that is my life. Raw dog food is my life. But I love it. I see dogs go from from really bad health to extremely great health. And uh, believe me, we put up with a lot of stuff here in this industry. I would say that we are the original... Um, we are the original targets of cancel culture, um, with different veterinary traditional vets and the FDA and all different people, uh, not wanting us to do what we do. Why? I don't know. seems like in this country, there is a problem with, uh, just having healthy pets and healthy people increasing the immune system so that we're not on pharmaceuticals. It's a weird thing. But uh, kind of when you're in that industry, you're a big old target. Uh, but anyway, let's talk about one of the biggest questions that I get asked all the time uh, when people come over to the raw diet. And they begin looking around on our site and they say, is this complete and balanced? Is this diet complete and balanced? Actually, I got one of those questions today. And um What our team is trained to ask is this, what is complete and balanced via your understanding? What is your understanding of what complete and balanced is? And this is the answer uh, that I saw come through today. And it said that the food has been approved by AAFCO to be complete and balanced for all life stages. Well, Typically, what that means is you can feed this food for the rest of your dog's life. <laughs> I was talking to my cousin. Uh, she got this little Yorkie, right? And uh, she knows I'm in this business, but little Yorkie, seven years old. 
So she says, um, hey, can, can you tell me about, you know, the raw diet? And I said, well, what it, what what is your little guy been eating? eating? She said, um, well, my vet uh, recommended that I feed science diet seven years ago. So that's what I've been feeding. Yikes. My heart hurts when I hear that. Uh, yeah. So anywho, that is typically what is considered complete and balanced. So let me let me go a little bit further in that, you know, um, this word complete and balanced has been used in food for cats and dogs, this commercial food that's out there that actually carries cancer-causing aflatoxins, toxic loads of vitamin D, synthetic vitamins and minerals, premixes, preservatives, fish oils, vegetable oils, <laughs> and all the other types of dangerous chemicals that actually decrease health, not increase it. So this is my issue with the word complete and balanced. You get a stamp. Well, come on, guys. I mean, seriously, what you know from your own diet, complete and balanced means variety, variety, variety. Now, are there some principles that we want to adhere to? Of course, absolutely. One is let's don't feed an all meat-based diet, all right? And what I mean by that is you can't just do hamburger meat or chicken or steak, right? Or you go out and you shoot a deer and you're feeding venison. You can't just do an all meat-based diet, okay? It's got to be a mix, a mix of bones, organs, naturally occurring fat, the protein. Now, some other things that, that, that we love to include in there in our blends would be tripe. I always ask people, what is tripe? And they're like, fish? No, negatory. It is the stomach, the stomach, the stomach of a animal, any animal that has four chambers, all right? So you can find tripe there. Um, not all animals have four chambers, right? Four uh, chambers in their stomach. So th this is a beef tripe. Uh, we do have a lamb tripe as well, but this is tripe. Tripe is stinky. Stinky is good. Okay. Dogs like stinky stuff. So that's why they lick their boot tights. Uh-huh. And lick other dogs' boot tights. And eat poop. Goose poop. They eat all types of stuff. Uh, I want to talk about that here in a second. But yeah, so when we're talking about complete and balanced, right, we want to feed a variety. Now, if you come over to my site and you're looking, you can shop by protein. You can shop by turkey. You can shop by beef. You can shop by um, duck, right? We got these little icons, super easy. But within those categories, we have other blends. This really just sets people off. But I, I want to tell you, it's just variety, because unless stated otherwise, every single one of our blends have the meat, bone, organ, and fat. And then you're going to see some of those have a little bit more organ, a little bit more bone, a little bit of tripe, a little bit fruits and veggies. So people are saying, well, what should I feed? All of it. Every bit of it. If your dog likes it, you like the price point, um, and you're getting a variety. So our top nutritionist, Neely Piazza, she is going to say, without doubt, without hesitation, in your diet, in your dog's diet, 
they need to have at least two red meats. What is that? Well, we know it's beef, right? What's the other one? Got little bitty bunny ears. Is a rabbit. Okay, so we used to have a couple of other rabbit blends. Rabbit's really hard to come by right now, has been for a while, but we do have a rabbit and tripe. This is a rabbit and tripe blend. There is a little fur in there. Fur is great for the dogs. You can't find fur everywhere. It's a great blend, rabbit and tripe. So we got to have two reds. It's going to be a beef and a rabbit. What else does she say? You got to have fish, fish, whole fish. All right. So we have frozen fish. That is sardines and mackerel. These are oily fish. Yeah, they got the heads. They got the tails. Got an email the other day. Somebody wanted to know if we skin these before we send them out. No, these are whole fish, right? They eat the skin. They eat the bones. Don't be afraid of the bones. They're little bitty bones. Come on, you guys. Your dogs are not dumb. Don't dumb your dogs down. Um, They got the eyeballs. They got the brains. Got everything in it. Now, I do. Thaw my fish. How do we do it? Put it in a bowl of water. Warm water. Let it thaw out. The sardines are about half the size to a third of the size of a mackerel. So that's the only, if you have a Yorkie, if you have a little tiny dog, then you probably don't want to feed them a mackerel because a mackerel is going to be almost a pound, uh, 16 ounces can be. Um, sardines are four to six ounces. So depending on the size of your dogs, and I have Germans. And um, my youngest German, she just, I think she swallows them whole. <laughs> I really do. Because, <laughs> I mean, she just, it's like the bowl's down and they're gone, right? Uh, so the mackerel slows her down a little bit. She's got to at least crunch them up a little bit. All right. So you got two reds. You got a beef. You got a rabbit. Neely says you got to have fish. My dog doesn't like fish. All right. Well, we got solutions if your dog doesn't like fish. It's called Sea Safe Green Lipid Muscle Oil. Oil. It's in the uh, supplement section. This is different than a fish oil. We never like those fish oils, but we do like this green lipid muscle oil. We also have uh, phytoplankton. Okay, so that's a powder. And remember that our supplements, we don't even like to call them supplements because they are really just whole food, freeze-dried whole food. Okay, no pharmaceuticals, no bunch of crappy, cheap additives. All right, this is amazing stuff. I only carry a couple of lines. Adored Beast, Four Leaf Rover, uh, Farm Dog Naturals, and uh, Silk Road Essential Oils. That's all I carry. That's it, four. Because I believe in them. They've been around a long time. They're proven. All right. Um, beef, rabbit, fish, one poultry. All right, now in the poultry category, you got turkey, you got duck, and chicken. So you got to at least have those in the dog's diet, all right? And what we would absolutely love for you to do is also add an egg. Add an egg, one a day. Crack it right over the food. Yep, just raw. Just like that, crack it over the food. A lot of vitamin E in that. A lot of people will say, oh, my gosh, it's going to interrupt your B vitamins. Yeah, if you feed them a carton a day, probably not going to happen on an egg a day. Uh, the other thing, what else can you add in there? Well, you can add green leafy veggies like broccoli, lettuce, kale, spinach. 
make sure it's organic. If you don't want to go through the trouble of doing that, or maybe your dog doesn't get jazzed about green leafies, one of my Germans doesn't, then I would get my green rover. My green rover that's on the website is amazing. Okay, put that in there. Then I would also add some berries. Add some blueberries uh, from time to time for the antioxidants. Or you could just get my red rover. I'm telling you what, the, the green rover, the red, all these smell so good. The green rover, the red rovers and antioxidants got, oh, it's just, it's fabulous. All right. Now I want to say something about what I add into my dog's food. I don't do anything all the time, right? So one day I might do the red rover. The next day I'm going to do green rover. Uh, the next day I might not do nothing. For the next two days, I might do the C-safe green lipid muscle oil. Because you see what I am doing is I am trying to replicate the way that dogs would eat in the wild. Some days they're going to eat more bone, right? So some days I feed fish and duck heads. Yeah, that's it. Or some days I might do the PMR. Remember I said the PMR has a little bit higher bone. Some days I might do the PMR. Some days I might do the 80-10-10 that has 10% bone, 10% organ, typically around 10% fat, okay? And when I do those 80-10-10, yeah, I may, you know, throw a fish in there. I may throw a bison testicle in there, like Vienna sausages. They're like these big old little, big old Vienna sausages. They have a nice texture to them. So we're talking about variety, right? So... We have the veggie blends that have 10% fruits and veggies in it. All right. Those are called the healthy variety mixes or the HVMs, the PMRs, a little bit higher bone, a little bit higher organ. And then your 80-10-10. And to throw another little thing at you, a lot of the 80-10-10s are the ones with the tripe in it. Uh, rabbit and tripe. The Senior Pro uh, is a beef tripe chicken feet. Chicken feet has a glucosamine chondroitin for our seniors. You can make any blend senior, just throwing some duck feed in there, right? Um, I also have the green eggs that is really great for ligament health, and it has green lipid muscle in it as well. Um, so that's really good. Somebody asked me the other day, they said, if the raw diet has all these different vitamins and minerals in it, why, why do you have so many supplements? I said, well, that's a great question, but not every dog is the same. Not every pet parent is the same. And not every pet parent wants to go out and buy organic blueberries or organic greens, right? So they want to just put that in the food. Also, Dr. Judy Jasek and Neely Piazza were always saying, hey, add some extra organs. Well, if you've ever dealt with the organ blend, and it is a blend of about four different organs, okay, um, and it comes in a one-pound roll, you're, you're not going to be able to use that all at one time. So it, it's it's a lot runnier. It's, it's not like a blend that sticks together. Some people don't want to deal with that. So you know what they get? They get my guts and glory, right? The guts and glory, the freeze-dried, the freeze-dried organs. You can add another 10%, maybe another 15% in your dog's diet. Also, another great thing, and we've been sold out of them, are the pork brains. Neely Piazza loves the pork brains. So do I. Sold out of them. Why? Well, I'll tell you why. Because the stupid COVID thing, um, 
is keeping the number of people down in the processing plants. So they are basically tossing those right now. Yeah. Can you believe that? All that good stuff that you guys love, that we love, is not getting to us because we got to social distance. Okay. So what am I doing instead? Well, I've got the freeze-dried brains. It's called brain food. All right. So I got you covered there. These are just all the different things you're going to throw into the diet. Don't get hung up micromanaging your dog's diet. If you're doing all these different things and you've got a happy, healthy dog, you're doing it right. Now, what happens when your dog goes sideways or something happens? Well, usually I start questioning. Start questioning. What, do you, what, what, what else is going on? Greenies, rawhides, Home Depot, treats, vaccinations, antibiotics. What the hell, right? Don't mess up the good gut biome. All right. So these are, this is the complete and balanced. I know that pet parents want to buy one thing so they don't have to think. Snap out of it. You got to think. This is a thinking plan. All right. We don't want you guys to get all robotic in your thinking. Come on, wake up, stand up and snap out of it. Got to think a little bit. What did I feed last month? What did I feed last week? Now, how often should you rotate? Well, I say rotate as much as you can. I rotate. I'm thawing three to four chubs at a time. Okay, three to four rolls at a time. Once that's done, I move on to something else, and they're all different. All right? Um, It's really a tweak. But here's the thing. I always... If your dog's having issues on real food, uh, well, that's weird. (laughs) I mean, who has issues on real food? You got to think about it. Is toxins that's going in your dog's body? And for some reason, ding, 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 you guys aren't associating vaccinations, flea and tick, heartworm, antibiotics, medications as toxins. Those are. All right. Now, the other thing that we get questions on about bones, bones, ground bones. Oh, all right. So here's the thing. I I actually asked Dr. Jasek, I said, would you do me a favor in your practice? Would you tell me and would you write about it? And she did. She wrote a blog on bones. Uh, and what she sees in regards to puppies eating bones, seniors eating bones, dogs without all their teeth eating bones. Because we had some real nasty people uh, contact us telling us we were going to kill some dogs. I haven't killed a dog yet. Okay, don't intend on it. But you guys, how do you think they live in the wild? I mean, okay, here's another thing. I watch my German chew on a stick, right? They chew it and they spit it out. And dogs will do the same thing if there's a bone that's too big or it feels foreign to them. But these are raw ground bones in the blends. And people will take a quarter or they'll take a dime and they'll take a picture of the bone and they'll send me a picture. And I'm like, okay. And the question is always, is my dog going to choke on this? Is it going to or rip his insides? And the answer is still going to be no. Okay. And if there is a situation 
where a vet says, yes, that happened, then then you're going to have to send us the information and let us really check that out. Because in our 20 plus years, we've not seen it. Our daughter doesn't see it either as a vet. All right. So what, what did Dr. J say about bones? Well, she said, look, uh, and you can go on her website in her blog. Um, and this is going to be bones and raw food. And I would highly recommend you read it if it bugs you that there's bones in food. Okay. But she says, you know, in all these raw blends, there's ground bone. And that is a way of providing valuable minerals in the diet. And she said, I often get these questions from concerned pet parents about the safety of feeding raw bones. Are raw bones safe to feed your pet? And she says, yes, they absolutely are. So the question is, why is there so much controversy over the safety of feeding bones to dogs? Dr. Jasek has been recommending raw food for dogs for nearly 20 years. All right. I've been feeding raw for 21 years now. And all we see is improvements, not issues. Okay. But Dr. J says this, she says the only time that she sees bones cause problem in dogs is when they're eaten after being cooked. No cooked bones. Come on. No. Or they're allowed to dry out or, or you're changing the pH in your dog's gut by mixing crappy processed foods all kibble. <laughs> Speaking of which, our daughter sent us a, a picture the other day and uh, she asked one of her patients, she said, what do, you, what do you feed your dog? And they said, oh, oh, we feed raw. And she said, really great. What, what, uh, tell me about that, that blend. It was kibble, raw wrapped kibble. People, that is not raw. How many times you heard me say, that ain't raw, that's processed. You got to cook it, that's processed. Okay, but most commercial raw food blends and real raw blends like ours are easily digested and they're absorbed by healthy dogs. These guts, if they're in bad shape, yeah, can that be a problem? It can be. And I always say that the raw diet is going to reveal problems in your dogs, like you're feeding them bones maybe you're getting some extra consumable bones what are those duck heads duck feet chicken feet turkey necks raw meaty beef neck bones bones that they can consume um bison there are some bison bones that are really really hard and those are just for gnawing shredding ripping tearing okay they're not going to consume those but when we see a dog vomit up pieces of ground bone then we are going to start looking at their digestive process. Has it been damaged with poor diets, pharmaceuticals, or antacids for Pete's sakes, or pain medications, or over-supplementation of crappy supplements? I see these all the time. There's a lot of cheap supplements, and they're all out there on Chewy. <laughs> um, so anyway, we have to distinguish here that it's it's not the bones, but the digestion that is the problem. And so what Dr. Jasek is going to do is work with you, maybe put your dog on some herbs, but we got to get that gut in a better shape, all right? 
They'll be jockeying with your dog's pH. And I always tell people, look, if you're feeding a kibble diet, a dry diet, I wouldn't give my dogs raw bones. That could be dangerous. Because if you've got, you don't have a carnivore's pH, right? The pH for a meat-based carnivore diet, meat-based bone, organ fat, going to be one to two. The kibble diet dogs are going to be up there in a five. So uh, let's not do that. All righty. Let's not feed those dogs that. Um, you know, raw versus kibble. Some people say, well, you you know, you could feed a little bit of raw and that'd be better than none. I guess. I don't know that you're going to have good digestion or good poops. There are some people that say that they do. Um. But you've got to take a look at your labels and your ingredients. And all the time people come to me and they say, I'm feeding an, a totally organic, um, you know, synthetic free diet. And I look at the label and I have to point it out and say, see all these things that you can't pronounce. Those are synthetics. <laughs> yeah. And there's always preservatives in there. It doesn't matter if it's organic, if it's crap, organic crap, still crap. Okay. Um, but dogs and cats, listen, their digestive system are best equipped to consume and digest these meat-based diets. Their teeth will tell you that. Okay. Their jaw muscles, their back teeth, and the high acid content in their stomachs which helps them eliminate pathogenic organisms. That tells you right there. They were meant to eat a meat-based diet. Go to the zoo. Are they feeding those big cats? Kibble? Not if they want them around for very long. Um, you know, the, the high carbs, and we've talked about this a gozillion times, and, and they're going to try to come out with some lower-carb stuff in kibble. I see that. But you've still got the issue. So if, if we're in the, the traditional kibbles or even the high-end kibbles, it's high in starch, it's high in carbs, and your dog is going to have digestive problems, they're going to have skin problems, they're going to have allergy problems. All right, so ooh, I don't think you want to go down that road. That's expensive. And all of those toxins that they're going to put in your dog's body to try to keep him from itching – those have dire consequences. I'm just telling you the truth. People don't like to hear the truth. Too bad the truth will set you free. Yeah. And sometimes it'll just put a big old target on your back. All righty. Um, but anyway, um, the, the raw diet is, is amazing. And, you know, we study all the time about bacteria. And you guys... I mean, bacteria, bacteria dies, we die. you got to have bacteria in this world, good and bad. We just don't want to overrun the bad. And if you follow what we're saying, it, it's not just the food, but that's your foundation. It's also in your water, okay? 
Don't give your dogs water that has fluoride in it. Make sure you're doing spring water or fresh water, all right? There's a lot of toxins, a lot of chemicals in water. People forget that. So we got food, we got water. Watch out for all the sprays around your house, where you walk your dog. Treats matter. I love our air-dried treats. There's one ingredient and one ingredient only. So if it's a chicken tender or beef lung, that's all it is. Those are easy to feed. Those are good to feed. Um, the other thing is, you know, flea and tick. Flea and tick. Flea and tick. How many times do I have to say? Flea and tick. Heartworm. Toxins. And you guys that are in those states, you've got a lot of mosquitoes and all that kind of stuff. There are still some alternative things that you can be doing. And number one is feeding a raw diet. When your dog doesn't smell like a corn chip and has all that yeast all over him, bugs aren't nearly as attracted. All right. But I do have an essential oil. It's called Flea Flicker. It smells great. You spray it on the dog. This is an alternative. It's not toxic. I also have a thing called Lime Blaster. So if you find a tick on a dog, you pull the tick out and you put this essential oil right where that tick came out. All right. We've been really brainwashed in this world. And you guys, I, you've, got to, you've got to do research. You've got to look outside the mainstream information on everything, especially vaccines. And, and, and I see it today in this COVID vaccine. I, I just don't understand why you would get a vaccine if it's a 99-point 9% or 99.7% or um, recoverable issue. And we will do a podcast on all of the different, I'd love to get some of these vaccine experts like Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, um, some of these big, big names to come on um, and really talk to you guys about this because I just think that you, you for, maybe have never been exposed. Maybe that's what I want to say. You've never been exposed to all of the toxins and adjuvants, formaldehyde, aluminum, mercury, all these different types of fetuses. I mean, you're putting that in your dog's body and you're putting it in your body, okay? Um, these have consequences. Build the immune system. The other thing is really check your dog for vitamin D. I would get a test for that. Always check your dog for vitamin D. Right. So we know that vitamin D is essential for us as humans and it's essential for your dogs, too. They can't get it like we can get it. We can go lay naked out in the sun or at least sit out in the sun for a while every day. Right. Um, get at least 10 to 20 minutes of sun. Get that vitamin D. There's also sublingual vitamin D. Uh, that has vitamin K in it, so it absorbs better that you can also take. I think this is amazing stuff. It's also amazing for your dogs. Don't do the vitamin D without uh, maybe Dr. Jasek's guidance. Um, we never want to just throw the sink at a dog, right? So if they need the vitamin D, then we're going to supplement for that. And then we'll recheck him again. All right, everybody, I hope that uh, today's podcast has helped you out, our beginners, a little bit with what you want to feed your dog and what is complete and balanced. It is variety, variety, variety. 
It is PMRs, it's 801010s, it's veggies. And we got options. We got the freeze-dried stuff. We got the guts and glory. I got the brain food. I got the green rover, the red rover. This stuff's amazing. And don't forget, if your dog don't like fish, you got to get something in them, like phytoplankton or the C-Safe Green Lipid Muscle Oil. I love all these. Don't do everything all the time. Variety, variety, variety. Move it around and fast your dog one meal a week. They're not starving. It's fine if they look at you with those little puppy dog eyes. Mine do too. And they're going to, they're going to, you know, keep bugging you, but that's bad training really on my part. Right. Cause they don't do that to my husband. They do not. They do not go in and tell him I'm ready to eat dad. He's like, Oh, Oh heck no. No, no, no. You see, I am the pack leader in this family. I tell you when you get to eat, you don't come bug me. But it's us mamas. We're like, oh, they're starving. <laughs> yeah, he's like, too bad, Didi. You trained him. Like, I'm in bed, right, sleeping. And uh, my husband gets up really early. And so what does my young German do? If I'm not up, she comes and jumps on me in bed. She's like, hey. It time to eat. <laughs> you know? He's like, I don't feel sorry for you. You trained him. Bad trainer. Right? Bad trainer. They're not going to starve. It's really good for them. It's really good for you to fast. One meal. I mean, look, I think it's a great thing, too. If you're, you know, running late, getting home late, just make that your fast night. Dogs are not going to starve themselves to death. Even if they don't like a blend, they're not going to starve themselves to death. All right. Okay. If you have a question that you would like answered here on the podcast, well, you can go to my contact page or you can just send it to info at rawdogfoodandco.com. And Dr. Judy and I, Dr. Judy Jasek, J-A-S-E-K, what's her website? A-H-A-Vet.com. Uh, you can go over there and take a look. Great multimedia page. All of our podcasts are there. You can do a consult with her. You can do a consult with Neely Piazza, who's one of our top pet nutritionists. She is amazing. Everybody has 20 years experience and we're still learning all the time. We ship the raw. You need it shipped. We've just changed our shipping too, where you can um, you can get larger packages now. We were uh, UPS. We're always having to change with UPS and how they do things. So take a look at our shipping page. We ship every Monday, only on Mondays for the raw food. Okay. We only ship on Mondays for the raw food because we don't want frozen food sitting somewhere if they get delayed. Uh, but I will tell you this, you, you know, when all of the um, uh, freezing and stuff was happening, all this power outage in Texas and all around, yeah, we we had a package frozen. We put dry ice in it, and we pack really great. We really do. Um, ten days, ten days it took to get to the customer, and they were certain that the food was ruined. No, it was totally frozen. It was totally fine. So uh, yeah, we pack it really, really good. But here's the other thing. If you buy $100 worth of treats or supplements or a combination of treats and supplements, 
you get shipping free. Okay. Don't get that confused with the food. A lot of people say, well, I'm trying to check out and I've got, you know, 50 pounds in my cart and it's trying to charge me shipping. That would be correct. We don't hide our shipping rates. You know, I know everybody's trained for free shipping, but here's what would happen. If we hid our shipping rates, we would have to increase, you know, the price of the food all across the board. So we just are going to put it out there. We're going to go, here's the food and here's the shipping. We're not making money on the shipping. It is shipping is shipping. All right. But we will ship you treats and supplements. That's a lot lighter <laughs> uh, for free if you buy $100 worth of one or the other or combination. And on those, we'll ship it any day of the week. All right. So that's it for today. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and our time together alone, just me and you. We will have uh, Dr. Jasek back soon and Neely Piazza will be back soon too. She has just been extremely, extremely busy. And uh, so I haven't been able to grab her uh, to come over. Also, remember, we do have a learning center. Bear with me. This week, we will get that going faster. Ah. Oh. These websites, sometimes when you switch them, you have problems, but uh, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. It's a great, it's a great site. Also, we have a feeding calculator. If you don't know how much to feed, just put your dog's age. We have the puppy calculator and we have the adult. An adult is over 68 weeks. All right. Of course, you can always email us. All right, everybody. I thank you so much for joining me today. Remember, here at Raw Dog Food and Company, your pet's health is our business. And friends, don't let friends feed kibble. We'll see you next week, everybody. Oh, snap. Find out how you can start your dog on the road to health and longevity. Go to rawdogfoodandcompany.com, where friends don't let friends feed kibble and where your pet's health is our business. Just snap.